0: Corinth out of 5 Scotland, you're listening to Films of Swearing, a movie podcast with your hosts Stuart Sullen and Magic Mike Christie. Hey!
1: <coughs> Mike still has his cough. <coughs> <I> fucking no. <know. laughs>
0: Welcome to the first episode of our Netflix season, episode 179. Of the Films and Swearing Movie podcast, and today we are starting with Brian De Palma's Blowout. Yeah. Which is a a fucking spot on title for the film. Yeah. Like, that cat still wants it, Mike. Yeah, true sense. Let's get it dealt with. (sighs) Brian De Palma is the writer and director of Blowout. Yeah,
1: I noticed that when I was going through the credits.
0: So let's have a wee. A wee look, because we're not warming up with anything else this week, but let's have a wee look at his direct credits. It's always been a name, like a known name, Ryan De Palma, but I've never been overly familiar with his work. Let's he's done a bunch of short films in the 60s I'm just scrolling through to find something I, I recognise. Um, Phantom of Paradise Obsession. Ah, Carrie, 1976. Yeah. That would have been, well, I, I did that for the podcast fucking in the first uh, Halloween season with Andy. It was like a first time watch and I believe we did it in a, a versus episode. Oh, you compare it with uh, the... remake with Chloe Grace Moretz.
1: Yeah, I didn't really... It was alright. It was... It was...
0: A, fasc- a fascinating watch just in the sense that I'd never fucking seen it and You'd always heard about it. I'd read the the book by Stephen King, which is a fucking tiny book in comparison to what he writes nowadays. And yeah. it was just interesting to see it. But, aye. I know Arrow did it. I know it's, it's in Sainsbury's now. It was in, like, there. Now how they have the DVD charts. That's hanging about bit like, the 30, 40 huh? numbers in the chart. But I think it's because Arrow are doing that back in stock announcements uh, and it's a thing they released two months ago and they're just releasing it as a general release now uh, right. which is not really back in stock I mean back in stock would be daily Dead but that's yeah. n- neither here nor there that's a personal gripe um, you've done films like 1978 The Fury
1: no I think I've heard it is it
0: it stars Kirk Douglas John Cassavetes Carrie Snogress Charles Duran Amy Irvin Fiona Lewis uh, uh, Kirk Douglas
1: yeah
0: Dress to Kill is his most famous credit on IMDB and that one is, oh it's got Michael Caine Angie Dixon Nancy Allen Keith Gordon not Keith David and a few others A Mysterious Blonde Woman kills one of uh, psychiatrist patients and then goes after high-class call girl who witnessed the murder. Oh. What year was that? 1980. Uh. A year later, blowouts. So it's like, maybe I had like some ideas left over and you could just rework it into this. Yeah. Uh. Pulling
1: in the same cast members. Because obviously you had this uh, Nancy Allen and yeah, both. Yeah, because you, you had Travolta and Carrie uh and then
0: mm-hmm. Dennis France I know I our fucking. Eat, I know fucking, well, we were talking about him last week but it was off air we were talking about him in Psycho, Psycho 2, 2. Yeah. and obviously Die Hard 2 but he obviously shows up in Blow Out and yeah. fucking Dress to Kill
1: I was in that as well
0: yeah I mean it's things like this right? like probably actually you would probably would not waste your time watching it it might actually be worth seeing yeah. It probably wouldn't be a bad film. Yeah, if it was on Netflix, I might have chucked it on or something. exactly. Go, I wouldn't go out my way to watch it. No, nah, I'm I'm not going out my way to get, like find the Blu-ray. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah. Cast to blow out.
1: Include George Willard as Jack Terry. Yep. Nancy Allen as... Let's just get the list up. Uh, Sally. Yes. See, I, I, when I was re looking at my notes today, I was like, I, I had her on as Betsy, right? Because like when I was typing it, it was the bit where he was like, film like, sounding the couple on the bridge. Aye. And like she was called Betsy, and it was until I looked at, I was like, oh, that's the wrong name. <laughs> Aye. So John Travolta, Nancy Allen, John
0: Lithgow as Burke, Dennis Franz as Marie, Manny.
1: I said. Eh? Uh, I mean, it's not really that big. See, my gripe is they should not have put John Lithgow in there at all.
0: Okay. Um. I mean, other than that, I right, let's let's plot a movie sound recordist accidentally records the evidence that provides a car crash was actually murder, and consequently finds himself in danger. Talking points, thoughts, Michael, tell me.
1: Yeah, um, first watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is one that's been on my radar for a, maybe a couple of years now. Right. Just never really got written it. And then when I seen it on Netflix, I thought, ah. Oh. Cha-ching. I, I mean, who doesn't like a fucking conspiracy film, eh? Oh, I fucking love a good conspiracy film. Part of a conspiracy theory with Mel Gibson. Aye.
0: That was fucking shite. I've only seen that when that came out on tape in the day yeah but, or no when it came on Sky I might end up watching yeah it.
1: shite um, um, yeah I quite, uh, quite enjoyed it mm-hmm. I thought uh, the tone of the film was quite good yep it kind of made you listen more
0: aye now why did why should John Lithgow not be in this film
1: no should be but not listed like
0: ah right not
1: as like one of the main players yeah because, like, it, it totally, like, it totally ruins it, you know. Mm-hmm. Aye, he does, and right after he does, and he doesn't show into about it? It, maybe almost an hour in it or something. Aye. But, but I mean, that's maybe my only. Great. Well, actually, let me yeah, aye, I mean,
0: there's some things to talk about. Aye. <coughs> Again, first time watch for me. I never fucking heard of this film until you told me. Well, until you suggested it for Netflix season. I was like. Yeah. What the fuck is blowout? And then you you provided me with the information. It's actually a decent little film. I was quite surprised. I was quite worried at first. In the, like the opening ten minutes. Yeah, like, yeah. This.
1: Yeah, I was like, this isn't it.
0: He made Scarface. Following this, this is weird crap. I'm like, yeah. Um, but uh, it's all the thing that like they're they're just. It's it's that's a false that's it's that's a
1: false that's that's there. That's day That sounded
0: that in a film, Aye, but they start the film with this film, where it's just like murdering co eds. Yeah. I just run about with our tits hanging out. Yeah. And it was it was like thankfully, it was just like a movie within a movie because it just made no fucking sense to begin with, like this big serial killer going about a co ed campus and nobody notices them and every corner he turns like there's women coming out of the shower, turn around, and There's a lassie rubbing one out. It's like, what is going on in this film? Has uh, he just been wanting to direct porn? And then, of course, that is You get that woman being murdered in the shower, going,
1: ah, ah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was uh, that was pretty funny. Like. I was
0: like, whoa! And then the real film begins.
1: And I kind of get us right in there quite quick, eh?
0: Aye, I checked. I was, I. I, I <laughs> I did. I didn't have a record in my head of when, like, Greece had happened. And I wasn't sure whether this was prior to Greece or after Greece. It but was after. it was after after Greece. Saturday night fever. fever Kari. Like, this is all post that. So he's all already a big fucking yeah. name.
1: And I mean, like, like Tommy Lee on to vote. Like he didn't really do a lot in the eighties. Right. Like, I think the 90s is kind of when... Mm-hmm. He came into it, obviously, with, like, Pulp Fiction and yes. stuff.
0: Aye, face-off. Yeah. Like, you got... kind of. It was like a big revival, because... Yeah, cause it was he also... It like, was
1: forgotten about, kind of, thing. Red hot
0: in the 70s. Yeah. Because I guess he would have been, like, like, a teen idol, almost.
1: Yeah. With Grease. But he still looked pretty young, even in
0: this. Aye, he did. He looked, he looked like a dashing chap. He did thick-headed black hair and yeah, he does have like a sort of like a, a baby like a young features and yeah honestly when he meets Nancy Allen Parham is like holy fuck it's not that her acting was bad but she was she was playing airhead bimbo yeah character so that's why right. she sounded like the really clucked like the really ditzy voice and yeah like, like she was on helium but she was a playmate, wasn't she? This is what they kind of described her as. But I was just thinking, like, she's not Murphy. Like I'm thinking, RoboCop. Yeah, I know that's what like,
1: that's that's what we recognise her for. Aye,
0: because when I seen it's like, I can count for someone, and you look up, and she's never really been known for much. But nah. RoboCop, she's the chick from RoboCop. Yeah. So, like, it was like fair enough. That's that's the dots matched, but when he's recording all this like when he's, he gets to to fucking go out there record new sounds and accidentally witnesses the whole fucking car going off the bridge and yeah. and he rescues Nancy Allen for the fucking sinking car
1: yeah it yeah, I, loved,
0: I liked oh, I know, it was a strange thing
1: yeah like I'm, I'm I kind of compare this to last week with San Andreas mm-hmm. like he's trying to get the window open he can't and it's almost like she's died he goes back up and then he comes back down and then miraculously finds a boulder <laughs> to break the window aye which is kind of a similar thing where aye San Andreas he, was aye
0: he's like couldn't he be asked the first time and then thought I should probably properly try it and then does it easily yeah one thing that messed me up when I watched it, it was the first time was I noticed Dennis France character in the first take of the car going off the bridge and when he jumps in the water you see him running away in the background.
1: Oh, was that... Was that him?
0: Him taking the photos. Uh, now, I, I, for a second, was like, is that a member of the crew? And I filmed it back and I tried to freeze frame it and I was like, nah, it's too obvious. It has to be a plot point. And right enough, his photos come at like sells his photos to the magazine to uh-huh. the highest bidder and all that. But, I mean... It's got... Whilst there is, like, really only five or six characters to this film that you really care about, they all do really pretty good. Obviously, I think it's a given. John Lithgow's character, Burke, steals the film. Yeah. The second half, it's his film. But...
1: There's just something about, like, his, like, mannerisms in films where he plays characters like that, because he's very almost similar to being when he played the... You heard you guys say Dexter? Aye. What was his character in that? Aye. aye I
0: can't Trinity say, Killer. Trinity. That's it? Trinity Killer. Aye. Please. unlike Cam, collects collect Psychopaths so well. Yeah. Like, it's unsettling to watch, but it's also fucking brilliant to yeah. watch. Like, I could watch him murder hookers all day. <laughs> well, yeah. You could put that on a poster. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care about Third Rock for this son. <coughs>
1: Although it's quite good in that as well. I quite like that.
0: Uh, um, well, that was it. He, he, he could play both. He could be a scary psychopath yeah, and then I, he could play I a I think thing.
1: my... F- you probably agree with me as well. you are probably start that same. But my first recollection of John Lefkoe was Cliffhanger with Stallone. Fuck,
0: yes, that would have been. And he
1: was a fucking psychopath in that as well. He like he's, got, like he's got
0: two types to play. Nowadays, he's like his granddad in most films. I uh, mean, it was
1: funny that as well, though.
0: Um, But, I mean, what is it? Interstellar. He's oh, the yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a grandad. Um, he, he was in one of those, like, those Friends fucking films. It was either Friends with Benefits aye. or the one where Natalie...
1: Friends with Benefits.
0: We, aye. And Justin I didn't... Timberlake. Yes. I don't like... He had, like, an Alzheimer's subplot where he was sitting trying to take his trousers off at a restaurant and he got lifted, or and I was like, don't do this to John Lithgow It's either that or Planet of the Apes. Rise of the Planet of the Apes you done it. Aye.
1: That's what it was. I was like, he... that's not
0: the right fucking film. Aye. It, it's the same subplot, but a different actor. Aye. But I, it was because it was him, like, cuddling Baby Caesar the monkey, kind of helped him. It was, like, therapy for him. But yeah. this scene John Lithgow with Alzheimer's is so fucking sad to watch. I
1: know.
0: I love the guy so much. Like, you can't eat. I hate Alzheimer's subplots in films. It all fucking breaks your heart. But I could watch him murder hookers all day long. Let's yeah. just keep it
1: at that. Because, like, he's... Because it, like it comes... It comes me clearer in the film that the plan was, like, for him to just get rid of the evidence and that. But then... Tie a bottle then, his ends. But then he decides to fucking... Go one above and decide to kill. Yes, everyone.
0: Cause that's it. The governor dies in the car accident. He drowns. Is when like Burke's on the phone to like I guess the rival politician. Yeah. That was kind of one of them out of the race, not dead. Yeah. But Burke's already fucking five steps ahead. And is like got him killed. Found out who uh, all the sins are, and I'm about to fucking finish them. The news. Like no. Oh. This
1: call never happened.
0: No, don't, he Don't drag uh, me into uh, this. Uh, you? And he's like, "No, the mission started. I've started uh, killing a series of hookers that look like her, so it looks like a fucking copycat killer." I uh, was like, you... "That's well yeah. thought out, Bark. That's yeah. That's slightly worrying. I would hang the phone up too."
1: <laughs> yeah. But, um. I it's just, so i was saying, just something about like his mannerisms in like these films. It's just so good to watch, eh? Yeah. Aye. And he
0: he arms up like when he's on the phone uh, at one point and he, oh, he's like yeah, yeah. He, he's dressed like a fucking builder and he's just having a really passionate phone call going, no why? But it's like he's having a fucking argument with his wife and but he's just sitting watching folk going in their cars like tailing folk because I think it was at Nancy Allen at that uh. point. But he kills the first hooker like in the bus. I mean. they, 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 they play it in a way that you make it you think it's Nancy Allen until he rolls the body over with a slit yeah. throat, and you realize, nope. And you think he's fucked up, but then you—it was either kind of mind. Did he say he was the copycat killer before he killed the first one, or it was after? No, it was after. It was after that the phone it, call was that. after it. Saying, "I've started killing women that resemble Nancy <laughs> Allen just so I look like a copycat <laughs> killer." stabbing fucking the Liberty Bell with an ice pick into their fucking stomachs and groins. Yeah. And they wanted the fucking cunt on the other end of the phone's like I don't know you. You don't know yeah. me. Never bring up my name in conversation. But it's it is like it's written and directed by Brian and it's like it is it's actually a fucking good story. Yeah. That's what probably surprised me about it because it was like random John by? Travolta film from the 80s Brian's apartment it's like I think what I'm gonna get from this. And for a film that's was that an hour forty five? Yeah, I bet that. And it's like it kinda kept me like Yeah like watching the screen, like I was thoroughly invested. And then maybe we should talk about like the development between like Manny and uh Sally. Sally was the name of Nancy Allen's character, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, uh, Sally. Like when you find out they're sort of in on it, she's no just this lassie. Yeah. Like, his bit on just, the side. Aye. Like, she's actually, a, like, a plant. She's... They're, they're con artists. Yeah. It's when you have, like, that cop uh, at the, the... police station. Uh, at the
1: hospital.
0: Aye. No, 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 no. <coughs> at Manny's apartment, and he's just dishing out forties. Uh, like, oh, aye. I'm here just to pick up some phones. Like, a lot of people are here to pick up foes And he just shows a picture of fucking Nancy Allen fucking jumping out of bed. With some guys, like, that obviously was like the racket they done. Uh. Fucking extorting fuck for money to do, get rid of racy photos of them and, uh. like, caught out with a hooker, basically. And that was it, them doing it for this governor. Yeah. But it was like, Manny knew about going to the next level and staging a crash. Yeah and like, I like how he just didn't care the, the, the fact that Sally was going to be involved in it I'll just no bother telling her that you will be involved in the character I uh,
1: know he was quite, quite very sleazy he, he plays sleazy well eh? uh, like, he he wasn't really sleazy and die hard but he was really sleazy very sleazy and psycho, psycho too. too
0: yep and he he was kind of still a bit of a slug in this uh, more than just the fact that he was getting he was getting paid like six grand uh, for the fact and she's like where's my part of this six grand? It's like, well, i got three up front and three after. Like, yeah. I'm expecting another three coming soon, but it wasn't, it wasn't shy about, sh- like, he wasn't going to share that with any cunt.
1: Yeah. One of the good points I like about the film is like the opening credit scenes.
0: Aye.
1: It's like the, just like the sound effects obviously, it's Yes, the... and you've got the, the, the dials, <coughs> aye, on
0: an old an fashioned sound boards.
1: Aye. Aye. I was quite, Aye, it was it was a nice wee touch. And like, even when um, even when like all the credits were coming up, you had Travolta and like his office building and stuff. He was mm-hmm. <coughs> sorting stuff out. So you had like like the TV picture on that side of the screen, and then you had like all the sound equipment.
0: Aye, I, I noticed that Brian De Palma had that camera fit where it was like a split screen. Aye. where it is what it, it's like a almost like a perception thing where. It looks like it's the same shot, but it's two separate shots where it's like, either an extreme close-up yeah. of Travolta and there's what's happening on the other side of the room. Yeah.
1: That was quite a cool effect and he used it like two or three times throughout the film. Uh, one of the other uh, interesting, like, camera effects I liked about the film, it was a wee bit dizzying, was when he, John Travolta was back to his building and he realised all his tapes had been erased. Yes. And it's the camera just, like, doing the full, like, Oh, the like, camera's, like, from the ceiling uh, looking uh, down. No, Aye. it's, like, the full rotation, of him just going around, around the entire room and, like, and again, you see him running back to the, like, shelf, grabbing, like, the next tape and stuff. Aye, and realising uh, that Burke's wiped everything. <coughs>
0: yeah. Aye. Now, I liked the the little bit of backstory we got on Jack when he had a history with the police Aye. doing the wires Aye. for um, undercover guys, cops. A
1: guy called... Freddy.
0: Aye, Freddie, yeah. and how it was like a an old school wire kit where he had like battery strapped to aye. his fucking chest and the mic and the fact that he was sweating so much it fucking started
1: aye like frying basically.
0: I started burning a hole in his fucking chest and then as soon as the the fucking the mafia types the goons found out that he was holding a wire, they fucking strung him up wet. I don't
1: know.
0: And Jack and the under well, the other cop, we didn't really give a fuck.
1: Ah, I noticed he didn't, as well.
0: And when Jack's like, no, he, he's, got, he's got to be getting banned, I need to go help him. And they go through and he's just fun hanging for the toilet cubicle by the fucking wire. Uh. Fucking hell. And like, obviously that's just a wee bit, like a, just a wee snippet of his past. Yeah. But it's obviously, I do not care if it's what led him just to become a sound man Aye, rather so than that. Because obviously
1: when he went to the, because also that was made apparent when he went to the guy to give him the tape and he was on about the, um, can he was the one that like put like spin away and stuff for like
0: aye shit like that? Fuck, they like him that much. No. and they, they alluded to it at the beginning of the film, saying that he'd only really worked with the the film studio for two years because they're rattling off the titles of their films like Bloodbath, Bloodbath Two, yeah. uh, Bordello of Bloods, and they're saying five films in two years. Like, what the fuck are you still doing here? Because it was like the the director knew he was meant for better things. Aye. He's always a more talented guy but he's just doing what pays the bills. Just exactly. Fucking collecting sound effects for shitty horror films slash softcore. Yeah. Fucking murder movies.
1: Aye. Um, one of the other things I quite I, I don't know if I liked it or if I hated it it's during like the last like the, like the last act of the film where Burke's planted the trap to meet Sally with the tape and the yes he's fu- seven file aye
0: he's <laughs> fucked around with like the phones <coughs> and misled them into thinking they're meeting with the guy in charge of the TV station yeah
1: um, that's when you get the fucking like the hooker with the guy in the navy oh
0: aye that was, that was, uh, I was I myself fucking laughing at that aye. bit where they're sitting like 20 minutes $20 or <laughs> she's like 50 aye, 50 minutes 50 and he's, like well, what if I've only got 20? 20 minutes. But I think you should really have 40 minutes for $40. Like, What about 30 for 30? The boy lasted second like minutes. Uh. And I like how he was really, like, he wasn't embarrassed. He was really angry. He's like, you blew it. I was like, well, that's what you clearly paid her to do. Uh-huh. And I didn't think what the fuck they're doing. Because when they're walking to the phone booth, it's like, what the fuck are they going to do in there? So uh, that, I was obviously, I was just expecting the to fucking be shagging in a motel room or something uh, I wasn't expecting the fact that she
1: just disappears
0: ah uh, she just crouches down into the phone booth and he gets fucking blown away yeah uh, and, and
1: then it's just it's just uh, the camera shot like hands at buck and he's like knocking on the window and he's got like 20 bucks aye uh, uh, and <laughs> the smile it just, he
0: puts like a thumb to his mouth uh, like the dick in the mouth gesture he's like holy shit something about John Lithgow doing that is really unsettling and she's like, cool, and walks away and I kind of thought like she was shaking off a creep Like, and it says, ah, fuck him, I'm out of here. But no, she just went to the fucking box to brush her teeth. Uh, get the tiss of that sailor semen out of her mouth. <laughs> that semen semen. Yeah. But uh, I, I'm glad it was not over the top she didn't come out fucking wiping come off her chin. Uh, like, they didn't fucking add too many special effects for that yeah. shot. But, holy fuck, I did chuckle at the fact that she, she fucking blew him, and it had, he fucking was a bit premature, know, and it, he tried to explain himself like, "I've, I've been, been away a, at sea. I've,
1: I've been in a boat for like ten months or something."
0: Exactly it? like that. You just got ten months fucking shot in your throat, and like and she's in the bathroom fucking with a toothbrush, come.
1: <laughs> <going>, oh. <laughs> Surprised the fucking like this wee portable fucking telephone wasn't completely whitewashed. Oh Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There's just some fucking Janny walking past that slips on his arse. <laughs>
0: <coughs> <coughs> oh, now, Christ. in that shot, there is actually a clever camera trick where he's filming above the cubicles uh, and in the reflection of the mirrors, you've got hooker number three sitting brushing her teeth, getting that test out her mouth and then you've got John Lithgow going in the second the, cubicle with the but, aye, but with the fucking mirror in the toilet cubicle, you see him like, it captures it perfectly, him creeping in, closing the door, putting his gloves on, uh. hanging over with the wire on his watch. And he's that careful about doing it. And then he fu- eventually grabs her and the fucking... He just cuts away and seeing the heels fucking clicking, kicking uh. away. All these moments are fucking brilliant. And it's only really when you get to our end and like, the final act, when Sally goes with the tapes yeah. and decides to go undercover and... It doesn't end up the same way as Jack's flashback. Aye, but it doesn't. It, it, it's not a happy ending either.
1: No, because obviously he's got her like wired and that. Aye. And it, be fair, do you know? I think like John Lithgow's like voice almost mimics the fucking voice of the guy on the telly. Like the. the aye, he does the that. Reporter. Aye.
0: He does it well, and that's the strange thing. Like about bit, all these fucking psychopathic killers, they always seem to play it really well. Like when he was doing that bit on the phone, yeah. in the phone box acting up. But, ah, he just switches on this weird magic. Like, just, fuck, just trust him. And, yeah. fucking Sally's like, like still a bit of an airhead, really. Ah. So she just kind of falls for it. And But you just kind of wished, right enough, Jack is, is like, he's slowly losing it throughout this film. Ah. He's, like, but the conspiracy is it, growing, and Obdi's yeah. looking at him like, it is a, Conspiracy, and he's putting forties together into where you flip books and matching it with sound, and he's convinced like the tires were shot out. Yeah,
1: and, and then he gets that actual bit of film for uh, money. Aye, and you're just thinking like we've
0: got all the evidence, and it keeps getting taken away, film, and he's just like, right, I need to copy it, and he's like, why? He's like, because what the fuck? If something goes wrong, we need copies, and it you just wanting you're wanting Burke to get caught you're wanting that you're wanting a happy ending basically that's what I was wanting when I was watching it I want like Sally and Jack to go off and fucking whatever happens like have a happy ending for them get Burke caught like get close where he's about to kill her and then uh, have it done but the way it escalates is so fucking weird right enough they go down in the train in the underground uh, it's fine but to the point where Jack only way to reach it is like driving a jeep through a crowd for a parade.
1: Yeah,
0: To fucking try and save Sally is like, it's just so like out of left field. Like just all of a sudden.
1: Yeah. Like,
0: god, I think it was just like his last nerve. Like he's he's snapped. He needs to fucking. well, yeah. He needs to catch up this train that he's missed. Aye. And finally, he runs through the crowd and then crashes it, and they always look like they fucking killed him. Aye. Like, that shot of him bloody that's... You know, he was like, holy fuck. Aye. I just thought, they just they just killed him off. <sighs> like, what happened? Did he follow the director on the last day and they just ended it there? But so, it just cuts to, like, hours later because it, it's it's pitch black. It's night time, eh? And it's, like, aye. just before the fireworks display. And he's lying in the back in an ambulance all bandaged up. Yeah, and he's still got all the, like, all the, uh, listening gear on. Aye, aye. He fucking wakes up and sticks in and he could just hear... Is it at that point she's getting
1: aye, like murdered? She's, um, aye. No, he could hear the like, fireworks, and yeah. he's he knows. And then obviously he burp, throws all the equipment in the in the water. Aye, aye, and she's she's still so fucking.
0: Like, aye. What you doing that for? That's why. You're, it's like you're the bad guy are you? And then like fucking fucking grabs her and chokes her. Yeah. It's, it's like the bit at the start where nobody notices that a guy got a woman by the throat. They're all too busy going on with the parades.
1: I know. But like, with, like, on the bus, like, surely fucking the driver would have noticed. Like, there's a bit intimidating dude, I'll
0: just let them away with it. Yeah.
1: But, but there is some kinky shit.
0: <laughs> and it's just when he, he gets her up to like that, that point on top of the building, it, it's quite, it's like a visual thing where a scream happens over the sound of the fireworks, and he. To Nauru. I can't exactly where no, that the scream slow comes. Slow motion
1: run as well.
0: Aye, which does uh, look like.
1: Molested, like, kind into my list of stuff I didn't like really about the film. Aye, the end and it. It does it. it yeah. Can yeah. Do. yeah. Ah, ah.
0: Right enough, Jack Kellenberg was a little bit satisfying. Like when he when he went up with like his his wee ice, yeah, ice pick, pick. sitting punch hole like another Liberty Bell into yeah. somebody's fanny. And but fucking Jack getting behind him and just fucking batting him in the chest with it was like yes, but it was too late. We we're just like
1: fuck, uh, that's a bit. But my like, the scream. No, it was um. I talk about on the new noo- on the newscast later on that um that it was Sally that killed yes Burke aye but died
0: I was like, whilst trying it and then yeah. what was the second story just it was something about the governor's. Aye, Do you
1: it's know fa- yeah, like, like, I think that was a bit annoying, the fact that like, you, didn't, you never got that whole thing resolved, like, Aye. like, like I never ever come to light like that it was a whole, like, it's just like,
0: conspiracy theories yeah. that never got, never got, the truth never got revealed, and, yeah. and, it's not like anyone died, like, it's, well, it's,
1: it's, it's, the fact that you still kept the tape in the last, like, yes, moments that was sadly. So- so
0: fucking weird. It's like he had no emotion by the end of the film. And it was a nice subplot throughout the film that they were trying to find the perfect screamer yeah. for that horror film. And he sees the director and there's three women on the couch and they all rattle off a different scream each. Uh. And he's still like, they raw shit. And it's like, fuck's sake, Jack. Jesus Christ, pick a woman. And the fact that he chooses fucking Sally's scream. Yeah. And Margaret came in halfish for this film and sat in, and she didn't really have a clue what was going on. It was just to the point where Burke was slowly getting closer and closer, and then he was killing the hookers. And then when she seen that they used Sally screams like that's fucking cold, like that's that's some sick shit right there, like yeah. using a legitimate woman being murdered scream. Yeah. For that, and he's like, it's a good scream, and he's sitting rubbing his temples like he's a broken man. But still that's such a a weird fucking shitty thing to do.
1: Yeah.
0: Like even the director's like that no, I'm not using an actual death scream. Sure, it's perfect, but fuck. That's that shit's cold. Yeah. And it ends and Margaret me like, That film was shit. Like, that film looked shit. And I was like, No, you need to see it for the beginning. <sighs> and I fucking played the first ten minutes for her. was like, I was like is this this is like porn. That just stick with it, stick with it and then when you got like that shower scream it kind of clicked for her then it's like yeah but it was it did feel like it was kind of fell apart at the end or it didn't even fall apart I just didn't like how it ended
1: yeah so I mean there's um, the you you do get films where you want everything to kind of like get sussed out in that, and Aye. then sometimes you feel when things didn't get sussed out you kind of feel a bit
0: Well, you say you were let down or or frustrated with it? Aye, ended.
1: a wee bit. Because that's what I, I had up on like, Twitter yesterday. It's like, okay, what do you prefer? A great film with a shit ending or a shit film with a great ending?
0: Aye. Because half the times, if it's a bad film, but has a great end, that sometimes makes up yeah. for it being a bad film. But then having a great film <coughs> with a shit ending could spoil the film for you.
1: Because like, I was kind of waiting for them when they were talking on the newscast about that King Sally being killed, they found the body of Burke, and it, I thought maybe like everything was just going to drop.
0: But it was all just covered up. Yeah. And it was it was almost done by the government. The but I mean,
1: that. it kind of does put into perspective like how people talk about all these conspiracy theories yes. like how, aye. how things are tightly fucking like hidden.
0: Aye, aye. Um, last question for you, Mike. Has it got a, a rewatchability to it? after you so
1: watch I, it. Again? Yeah, I'd probably watch it again. Like, I think mm. um, the only other really bad point in the film is like, like also the scream girls. That was probably the only really cheesy. Aye,
0: ah, yeah, that's it. It was. But like I mean, a, it was part of A bit of a comedi- comedic like relief. Yeah, because mm. I mean,
1: there was not like I generally fucking laugh when that lassie on the first five minutes of the screen.
0: But in the shower. Yeah. Aye. I like the, the fact
1: that when they rewound it, it sounded I like, like a
0: cat. Aye, it was always like an opera singer at times as well. Yeah, and then you had two women in a recording booth.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. And the director
0: yeah. was, was like pull the hair, and they could, couldn't understand a word he was saying because he was saying it into the microphone. Uh and they were still going. It's like no, uh, why can't women scream? Like, and
1: obviously, like the I I just found like. Nancy Allen's voice, the way she was talking to me uh, just very irritating. Could be quite
0: great, innit? it? Yeah. Because uh, at first I thought, you're acting as fucking shit. And then I realised that she's a playmate. And she's also, this is her playing a ditzy blonde, essentially. Uh, like playing an airhead with an accent. But at that point, it kind of, it made sense. Because uh, you're thinking like, she can't, she's intentionally playing it this way. Because yeah. you're thinking this is a chick for RoboCop I the D-Minder been shit in RoboCop. Yeah. What's going on here? But aye. I would, I wouldn't be I would not watch this again. It would be in the sense if it was on I would yeah. leave it in the background. Totally something that you could you because it is it, it is actually a decent film. I was surprised at it and I'm glad yeah. that I've seen it now. That's kind
1: it, of I feel like that a lot of people were saying when I was like reading about it that it's one of like Brian De Palma's like underappreciated films
0: aye I could totally say that because I'd never fucking heard of it from the guy that does Scarface Kalito's way like he's got so many heavy hitters like this is like second third level shit that shit that fuck will never probably look at unless you're like you're a hardcore fucking John Travolta fan but without seeing this you didn't actually see how fucking really good John Lithgow is aye like a fucking diamond in the
1: rough. And as well, like we were taught about how can we never seen a Tommy Lee Jones film till he was kind of middle-aged, late 40s sort of thing. Aye. We never really seen John Lithgow till like, Cliffhanger till he was quite
0: middle-aged and that
1: mm-hmm. and he looked quite young in this. Mm-hmm. It's so fucking odd. All right. Trivia? So, uh, or budget? I've budget Box Office. What do you like the budget is?
0: I think I feel this is maybe quite an inexpensive film, so oh, fuck I reckon. I reckon fifty million. Eighteen. As soon as I said fifty, is it like probably a lot cheaper than that? Eighteen. Okay. Eighteen.
1: Right, that does. Um. And on both of his Mojo, it only had the domestic. Did it make eighteen back? Nah.
0: Nah. I was going to say it's twelve. Aye, 12. Well, that's it. it. Worldwide, I'd imagine it probably would have made its money back. Like, add mm. the foreign market, yeah. it probably would have been just a, at least enough to make 18. But Yeah, so well, I mean, that's and
1: clashes might have been... This is probably why all people didn't talk about it, because it kind of bombed. Yeah, aye,
0: didn't they? Well, that's it. Because, was it... Did we say... What was the following year? Carrie? No. No, Scarface. Carrie was just... Scarface, exactly. So, that would have sorted it all. Yeah. But... Aye, okay. 18 million with a 12 pound return. 12 pounds, sorry. <laughs> 12 million. Uh, yeah. Slow sex. Aye, so... Ugh, you can't all be winners. And nah. That's it. This is how you get these films that are underrated, underappreciated things that fall under the radar because they weren't successful yeah. successful films at the box office. So, yeah. w- was there any trivia to a film like um, this?
1: Ah, there was. I've got four, four decent ones. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, Quentin Tarantino states that this is his favourite Brian De Palma film, ah. and this was the sole reason that he cast John Travolta in Pulp Fiction, what? based on this role alone.
0: Fucking hell. There you go. At least that could... Uh, like, if Sorry John Travolta sort of ever... an endorsement there, like... Exactly, if John Travolta ever questioned doing this film, like, he didn't need to know if that fucking cemented his role in Pulp Fiction.
1: Yeah. um, And Brian De Palma's first choice for Jack Terry was Al Pacino. Early 80s, <laughs> Al Pacino. <laughs> so, he has... Saved him for Scarface. Yeah. So... I mean, he wouldn't be it wouldn't be old, but he would be young. He would he wouldn't be as young as John Travolta though. I think John Travolta suits
0: this better. Yeah, I not think I can't really imagine. No, nah, there's just something about John Travolta's suit, I think just being like a mere young, his uh, him slowly going crazy in this film worked a lot better than yeah. what I can
1: imagine. Al Pacino yeah. slowly going crazy. Uh, I mean, there was another trivia note that he. Yeah, John Travolta suffered from insomnia. Alright. And in filming this, that's why he it was towards to be like a bit broken towards the end of the film. That makes sense. Right, let's have a wee
0: look to see if this received any one star reviews on Amazon. It would be interesting to see if this actually got a release in the UK. It did. Yeah? Yeah,
1: because Arrow released it.
0: Ah, fuck. Okay. To be fucking honest, I was in my head saying this would be fucking perfect for fucking Arrow to release. Man, if this actually has decent... Because you,
1: you were saying that it was in Sainsbury's.
0: Carrie, I was saying was in Sainsbury's. Oh,
1: Carrie, alright.
0: Aye. But no, if this has got decent features, I would actually maybe... Pick it up.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Let's see. It's got the Arrow Blu-ray. It's got 30 reviews. Now, the reason we talk about one-star reviews on the Films and Swear Movie podcast is because we like to encourage our listeners to go purchase movies on Amazon via filmsandswearing.com. If you go to filmsandswearing.com on the right-hand side, there is a little link that takes you to Amazon via our website. Do your shopping as normal and we get a small kickback out of your purchase at no extra cost. It is a fun little way to help the podcast that does not cost you any extra. So feel free to go on to Amazon via FilmsandSwear.com buy a blowout if you watch on Amazon on Netflix and decide fuck I want the Blu-ray these two boys for five have really sold it to me our one star review for this episode comes from Sakia Neko uh, reviewed in August 2015, inconsistent ridiculous and a waste of time first 20 minutes start out well but progressively Turns inconsistent, last 30 minutes are completely ridiculous, and badly played a real shameful movie for De Palma and Travolta, a pure waste of time for viewers. Uh, that obviously hurt him a lot more than us. Aye, the the it. Aye. But fuck, I mean, that was the only one-star review. Is that a good thing? Well, the thirty, only one person gave it one, so... Oh, Everyone well. else seemed to have enjoyed it. But for the looks of it, a lot of people seemed to have enjoyed this Arrow release instead. That <laughs> cat one's in, doesn't it? Aye. 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 Ach, we're, we're nearly finished, Cat. So. Uh, next time on the Films and Swearing Movie Podcast.
1: We are uh, delving into Arrow again for Life Force. Yes. A canon, a canon feature. Classic.
0: Yes. Uh, Toby Hooper. Eh. Uh, Boobs. Yeah. And I think, it. I, I feel like it's got a bit of a camp, a classic to it. So I think it might be unintentionally bad, but. Yeah. Entertainingly bad. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see. And I think maybe our first canon film. I don't think we've ever covered another canon film. No. I can't remember. I know like the big ones is like over the top and Cyborg's one, isn't it? Aye, I, yeah. know, I think it's something that we've never tackled Is like canon films it'd be good to get like a canon list canon season I know I, I did quite enjoy the documentary we had uh, that I, I reviewed uh, Electric Boogaloo All the right. canon story uh, if you want to support us at Films and Swearing, we do have a Patreon account patreon.com forward slash F-A-S podcast podcasts fucking hundreds and hours of content no quite, but. Uh, so uh, you could go on there, we have wrestling, audio commentaries, and lots of additional podcasts on there, so costs as little as £1 a month. And really, you could just do £1 for one month and download the whole catalogue and then leave us high and dry. But social media, find us at FAS Podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Shout outs to Paul Loudon for our artwork, David Lopan for our music, this music. Uh, patron shout outs to Mags, Kenny, Carol, Stu McPherson, and shout out to Magic Mike. And the cat. That, that weak cat that's been fucking trying to get in this door for the last half hour. I know. Ladies and He's gentlemen, thank you. Fuck off and tune in next week. <coughs> oh
1: god. Come on, on Fats.
0: I like how the music was just about to fade out and then your cough overtook it. Ah. Uh. It like, like, en en en. <coughs> <framing> Oh, fuck, I just scared the cat. <fled>